Support for this episode comes from eBay. Whether it's a holy grail pair of sneakers, head-turning handbags, or one genuine wardrobe staple. If you're always on the hunt for that one wardrobe staple you just gotta have, eBay gets it. Nothing's more important than the real deal. When you shop on eBay, all you have to do is look out for that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll know that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo will be verified authentic through a detailed inspection. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Which coast? Traveling east to west... Aaron Ladd. Oh, he did it! No. <laughs> Mark Gunnels. At the house on it. Chiefs coast to coast. Yo, what's up, Aaron? How you doing, man? I know you so glad to be back in space. This man is couldn't wait. Couldn't wait. Yeah, man, I'm back in my comfort zone. You know how I am, man. <laughs> Neil Armstrong, you know, you, you couldn't breathe. It was like taking your helmet off. We're getting back on camera, the microphone. That was like a fish out of water for you. You tried it. I see you even went and got the line up, told the barber to put the extra Beijing in it, make make it look all dark. Faces <laughs> that you can just kind of, it can be nappy. Yeah, man. You know, I got the do-rag on right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm chilling. Chilling, man. It's hot out here, man. I don't know. How, I'm sure it's hot in Kansas City too. Yeah, you don't know what it's like in KC, huh? You know. Hey, man. <laughs> the official Kansas City page tweeted me today, man. I told you I'm the mayor of the city. I told you that. We gotta stop. I, <clears throat> as soon as I saw that cross the timeline, I'm like, Lord of mercy. Why? Why do folks give you more fuel on the fire? <laughs> like the official Kansas City page, man. Uh, and we're gonna get to that later in the show because when I tell you. I came in here with with no lists, just vibes. You know, it's the off season. There's no rundown. We just we just, we just talking. We listening. It's glad to have a couple people in here. There's not a lot going on, but we're, we're vibing on it in this episode of Chiefs Coast to Coast. Yeah, man. So I know we didn't get to talk about it because we weren't on last week. But what was your reaction to? We can kind of put this to bed now after, after this show. About Mahomes reacting to Tyreek Hill's podcast. I love how we have reached the point where we are doing podcasts about a podcast and the reactions to said podcast. New media, baby. It's the new media. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the room once again as the Coast to Coast Chiefs reporter that's actually doing work on this pod. I was in the room when Mahomes was asked about said podcast and you know he seemed like he was ready for it he knew what time it was uh he said that they had kind of kicked it at the f1 event that was down there in miami and really didn't <clears throat> didn't hear any of this which is hilarious because that's how that's how podcasts work like nothing it doesn't bubble up until until it's too late but he didn't seem too phased by it you know Mahomes. you know our stance on Mahomes and his pod i mean company man he's always gonna say the right things He's always going to toe the right line. And with this, it was easily a, a landmine that he could have stepped on that could have blown into something even bigger. Uh, but, you know, he and Andy Reid chose to just kind of kind of shoo it off. And 
let's say that, you know, Tyreek is a passionate guy and, and helped him win a lot of championships. But really, I mean, I'm, my my greatest reaction is finally we're done with this story because I'm sick of it. Yeah, but I will say him saying, you know, he was kind of surprised. That was kind of noteworthy, wouldn't you say? I mean, considering they were just hanging out, I believe, at that what the F1 event that was going on a few weeks before that, he said they were hanging out at. And he said it did kind of catch him a little off guard. But obviously he was like, you know, I get it. He's trying to promote his podcast episode one. So, but I do think I do think Mahomes is going to take it as extra motivation internally, as he always does with stuff like that. I just the surprise thing. The question was, were you surprised? So pretty much from there, you can either go to yes, I was surprised, or no, I wasn't surprised. And both of them, we're just going to take and run with at either point. It was it was a complete it was a complete non-story. That we, it's because it's the off season. We're continuing to talk about it. Here we are again on a podcast, podcasting about this podcast talk. But the surprise thing that was just that was in that was how the question was worded. I'll say this though: I really wish that the Chiefs and Dolphins played this year. I mean, maybe in the playoffs, but I don't think Miami's gonna make the playoffs. But they do play actually next year. I looked at the future schedule, and it's gonna be in Kansas City, so that's gonna be kind of interesting. But that's not till 2023. You don't have Miami making the playoffs this year? No, nah, I, don't th- I don't think they're I don't think they're a top seven team in the AFC. I know that this is not a Miami Dolphins podcast, but just, just you is it a quarterback thing? Is it a talent thing? Because they they've added some pieces and, and honestly they, they gave KC a real run for their money last year. Uh, not last year, but the year before. Yeah, I just no, I'm not the biggest tool believer. I do think he will play good this year, considering the talent around him, but I still question that offensive line, especially the right side, and that's to his blind side since he's a left-handed quarterback. So still a big question mark, especially at right tackle for them. But, I mean, do you want me to run through my seven teams real quick for you? I can get you seven teams that are better than the AFC that make the playoffs right now. Are, are we betting the house on these? or? I mean, it's seven teams. So I'm not going to bet the house on all seven teams. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, go ahead. Run through, run through your seven so we can see how wrong you are. And, and let's go ahead and tab you. Put these on wax. So, these on so wax. You, you, you're on record saying the Dolphins are a playoff team. You believe that? I mean, it's a wild card team. Yeah, I can see it. I, I don't think that they were that far off in previous. I mean, that defense is for real, man. I okay, mean, after I name these and I name you the three wild card teams, tell me which one they're better than. Okay, so I'm going to do the division winners first. Chiefs in the AFC West. AFC South, I'm going with the Colts. AFC North, I'm going with the Ravens. AFC East, Buffalo. Okay, the three wild card teams. You have Cincinnati. You have the Chargers. And I think you have either the Raiders or Broncos. I think the AFC West gets three teams. I would probably say that they are better than the Broncos or whoever that six or seven team you put in. Uh, Chargers, yeah, cool. Hey, hey, my whole stance is, I mean, you could look at how many games in the NFL are decided by one score, and you could go. It could go either way, right? <laughs> like. On paper is one thing. We'll see what the Dolphins are like. I, I, I just maybe I'm mesmerized by some of the moves they made. Uh, Melvin, uh, Melvin Ingram, mo- most recently, uh, including Tyree Kill and, and some of the things. I hope to uh, is healthy enough to take a step forward. But uh, maybe we see Chiefs Dolphins in the playoffs this year. I mean, uh, you you the one issue for it. Maybe maybe it comes. Uh, maybe the Chiefs are playing a wild card weekend again, and they and they welcome in Tua and company and that kind of thing. <laughs> 
Yeah, maybe we might see a two seven matchup. It's possible. It's possible. Get to this yeah. list, man, because you you stay making a list. First of all, it's a great you, list. You stay going viral for BS, which is another thing that makes me mad because there are hard, there's hard reporters <laughs> out here slumming it in the slumming in the ninety degree day at KC, and old Mark Gunnels just whirls his thumbs around and gets nine hundred. Tell me about this list, man. Well, first of all, before I address this, it sounds like you have an issue with it. <laughs> like, well, well, first of all, well, let's unpack that. What's your what's your beef with my list? I, I think it's a very, very well put, put together list. I mean, obviously, you could change the order, but I think these are definitely the 10 guys for sure. Uh, what was the most what was the most common thing people saying Deshaun Watson wasn't on there? Yeah, but I kind of do. I, I'm not counting him because I'm not sure if he's going to play or not. Obviously, if I knew for sure he was playing this year, then he would be on there. And then Kyler Murray, you just don't consider him an elite quarterback? No, I don't. I don't. Uh, too often, we've seen the last, what, two years, he just falls off the complete, the face of the earth in the second half of the season. Uh, he struggles in the pocket as far as being an accurate. He's really good outside the pocket, but when you keep him bottled in, he's not really that accurate. I mean, a lot of that has to do with his size, him not being able really to see over the line and see the field is good. I mean, I like his talent, but he just hasn't shown me enough to knock off. I mean, who are you knocking off this list for? Who is he better than on this list? Well, <clears throat> let me do something for our audio-only listeners because we do have a reach here on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. We've been bouncing around between video and Twitter spaces. We're on Twitter spaces this week. Remember, we're every other week during the off season. We'll be back to our normal once a week recording recordings once the season gets in there. I had a lot of questions about that. People keep wanting to know when they're getting new coast to coast. So I want to make sure I fill y'all in on this one. Mark Gunnels tweeted this out yesterday, and it's the top 10 quarterbacks heading into the season. Uh, and I'm going from 1 to 10. Or should I go from 10 to 1? I'll, I'll go from 10 to 1. Yeah, do it like that. Make it more dramatic. Yeah, yeah, on my, on, on my FS1. <laughs> Russell Wilson is number 10. Dak Prescott is number 9. Lamar Jackson, Matthew Stafford. Joe Burrow is above Matthew Stafford at 6. Herbert, Rodgers, and then your top three are Brady, Allen, and Mahomes. How did you specifically get that top three in that order? Tom Brady in year 81 is the third best quarterback on your list. Josh Allen is there with uh, not much playoff success. And then Patrick Mahomes at number 1. Well, first of all, I mean, a lot of factors goes into this list. So I consider pretty much everything. I consider your physical attributes. You know, what things can you do that make you special? Like, what makes you dynamic? Like, for instance, Lamar Jackson, he's dynamic with his legs. Josh Allen, he's a little mixture of everything. He can run with his legs. He has power. Obviously, the arm strength. His accuracy has improved. Obviously, Mahomes can do a little bit of everything as well. But when it comes to Tom Brady, He's kind of an outlier as far as the attributes because obviously we know he's not the most physically gifted guy. But also about quarterbacking, it's a lot more into it as far as your IQ, your accuracy, your command at the line of scrimmage. And I just consider all of that. And you had a good case last year of actually winning MVP. I mean, a lot of people think that he actually over Aaron Rodgers. I know Aaron Rodgers won the last two years, and people are like, "How is he number four? He's won back-to-back MVPs." Well. Also consider playoff performances as well when things really matter. 
And people always mention his touchdown to interception ratio, which is great. But a lot of that has to do with him not willing to take chances. And that is a negative at times because, you know, if you really watch the Packers, especially in the playoff game against the 49ers, he didn't trust anybody outside of Devontae Adams. And if you really look at the film, there's guys that are open, but he would not take the risk. So, yes, of course, his interception numbers are going to be low when you don't take risk. And taking risk sometimes is necessary because it kind of opens up the offense. Obviously, it makes the defense have to worry about more things. I think that's kind of what a victim of Aaron Rodgers is. All right. If you're listening to us here, we're breaking down Mark Gunnell's top 10 list that went semi-viral. I'm questioning one part of this, and I'm going to push back on you a little bit more. You said, you know, I, I consider playoff playoff success and that type of thing when I'm making these kind of lists. But you have Burrow above Stafford. Did you did you see Super Bowl 56? Did you not catch that game? <laughs> Was the TV not on that day? How can you put Burrow above Stafford when Stafford's team came out on top and got the ring? Okay. Get to like after five, all those guys are kind of interchangeable. So we're kind of splitting hairs here. But the one thing I will say, since you alluded to the Super Bowl, which I'm glad you did, let's be honest. And we know the Super Bowl is always going to be like a quarterback type of MVP award, right? But, and I know Cooper Cup actually ended up winning it, right? If I'm not mistaken, I think he did. But yeah. Odell Beckham, Odell Beckham actually would have won if he didn't get hurt. But besides the point, Aaron Donald made the key play of the game. I mean, if it wasn't for that last play, Jamar Chase was leaking open down the field, and Joe Burrow is going to have a game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. But, you know, just so happened, arguably the greatest defensive player of all time made a play. So I'm not going to hold that one game against him. Just the fact they even made the Super Bowl with that roster before the year. I know people look at it now because they got the receivers, and I get that. But if you look at all the projections before the year, the Bengals were projected Picked to finish last in that division pretty much by anybody that was credible. So the fact that they even made it that far is a testament not only to Joe Burrow, but just the team in general. But he was obviously the the leading force of that. So that's why I give him the slight edge because I think he did more with less. And I noticed his I mean, look at his offensive line. I mean, he had the worst offensive line in football. I noticed his a Chiefs platform, Mark, but we got to have a discussion about your number one and I'm going to approach it based off the last time we each saw these guys play football. Uh, Mahomes at number one, why? And uh, was that an easy decision? Uh, it was relatively easy. I'm not going to say it was just a complete slam dunk. But, you know, if you want to hold that second half against him against Cincinnati, then go ahead. But I'm not going to put too much stock in one half of football, especially considering when he wasn't being put in the right positions because it makes no re- makes no sense why they continue to pass the ball when they were averaging six or seven yards a carry. And if you look at the film, the Bengals were having like eight guys in coverage. So why are you passing the football? So yes, Mahomes did play bad in the second half. There's no denying that. He even said that was his worst half of football in the playoffs. So we understand that. But he's obviously not going to critique his head coach in front of the media. So That was the biggest issue for me. And we kept talking about it over and over again after the game. Why did they stop running the ball? So, yes, that goes hand in hand for me. But if you look at just everything considered, 
He's been to four straight AFC Championship games, two Super Bowls. You know the resume. You know his talent, his ability. There's nothing he can't do on the football field. And I think people also underestimate his legs because he doesn't do it as much. But there's so many times when it's like a third and four, a third and five, and nobody's open. He does a little quick little four or five-yard run, gets out of bounds, moves the chains, like stuff like that you got to account for as well. So you look at the whole package, I don't see how you can have anybody else over Patrick Mahomes right now. Support for this episode comes from eBay. Whether it's a holy grail pair of sneakers, head-turning handbags, or one genuine wardrobe staple, if you're always on the hunt for that one wardrobe staple you just got to have, eBay gets it. Nothing's more important than the real deal. When you shop on eBay, all you have to do is look out for that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll know that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo will be verified authentic through a detailed inspection. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Life moves pretty fast. Are you drinking water that can keep up? Smartwater Alkaline has everything you need to stay hydrated, no matter where your day takes you. Whether you're pitching a tent or your next big idea, Smartwater Alkaline can help you perform your best. It delivers a pure, crisp taste that makes it the perfect chaser after a big workout. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. I don't like I don't like that, Mark. I don't like how the narratives this offseason have been everything wrong with the Chiefs offenses. Oh, they just weren't put in the right position. And everything right with the Chiefs offenses. Oh, Mahomes is the most skilled quarterback ever. And look at what he can do. Nobody's more talented than him. Like, Buddy has room to grow. And I'm not saying that you said that he was perfect. I know you have him at one of your lists, so I'm just offering a rebuttal to that. He did not play not only his best playoff football, it might have been his worst half of professional football. And with the game on the line in that situation, and we're talking specifically about um, the last time each of these guys was on the football field, uh, was there anything more Josh Allen really could have done <laughs> the last time his team was on the field uh, versus I think of not only the second half, but she's got the ball out of, half, out of, out of overtime, Mark. It, it, we got to start specific to the narrative around this most recent offseason and that and the second half of that game. Uh, it showed a lot of flaws in, in, in his decision-making specifically. Uh, maybe a little hubris to think, oh, I can do this by myself. And and I think specifically to that first and 10 uh, with like 10 seconds left in regulation when Kelsey comes open. Uh, the, 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 it's, not a, it's not a squeaky clean resume. And I know that's a hard thing to say on a Chiefs platform, but there, there there's room to grow entering year five. So just I'm reading between the lines here. I want to make sure I'm accurate in my assumption. So do you have Josh Allen number one? I don't know. You know, I'm not I'm not as well versed in the FS1 clickbait top ten quarterbacks. Oh my god! That, like, I, I, I'm, that might be some homework for me to do before the next pod is to sit down and try. First of all, Aaron, there is nothing about this list that is clickbaity. Come on, this is a very Mark. fair and objective list. Come on, dog. Are you serious? You really don't think so? Like, honestly, like, take away the you trying to joke on me. You don't think that's a fair list, honestly? I don't think Lamar Jackson was a top 10 quarterback last year. And, and, and obviously he was hurt. 
there was some, a lot of things around him. He came into the year with one and a half running backs. Uh, I don't think he was a top ten quarterback last year. Yeah, but this is heading. This is heading to this season. I'm not really basing it just solely off of what I saw last year. Just who do you think, if healthy, are the top ten best quarterbacks in the league? And I don't see how you could not have Lamar Jackson on there, considering how dynamic he is. And they were seven, and I think three before he got hurt, and then obviously they fell off the face of the earth. So he impacts winning so much. Not the best passer in the world, but. As far as his impact, he has to be tough. Yeah, we just have, you know, we're different GMs, right? Like, we have a different approach to the game. I think that's the crazy thing about sports is that everybody can see the game differently. It's completely subjective. Do I think that this was clickbaity? Yes. There's no subjective. How? You look like I put, like, James Winston in the top ten or something. Like, those are all good names. How was it? was who the account that was sent it and i already already made my judgment on it wow that's 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 <laughs> nasty that's nasty behavior by you man i do have one more cheese topic before we get out of here because it's gonna be a quick pie we're doing these quick pies through the offseason uh orlando brown man it, we got to update the contract situation there uh he's actually been talking a little bit recently too uh I know he enrolled in a diabetes study here in KC, something that's close to his family and has impacted them. Uh, But Patrick Mahomes even talked about how they've been staying close through him and the contract situation. I I, I know it's not sexy because we're talking about an offensive lineman getting a new contract, which is, oh my gosh, (laughs) that's probably not headline news. But the price that he's getting and the leverage that he has, it it makes me think that he's he's probably going to be the highest paid tackle in the league. What do you think? Oh, man, the highest paid in the league? You're saying even more than than Trent Williams? Well, that was the leverage, right? That was the that was the initial play out of their camp. Like, look, we ain't coming back unless it's top top money. And I mean, hey, I don't I don't blame any agent. I mean, crap, you know, if you try to get your guy paid, you're shooting for the moon, right? But uh, the the leverage with knowing that they gave up capital for him. What what's the Chiefs' moves here? Like, what leverage do they have to play in return to Orlando Brown? I mean, I do ultimately believe that a deal will get done. I'm not really sure on the numbers per se, but it will be a very lucrative deal. The thing that is working in his favor as well is he's also younger. Like Trent Williams, I mean, he's what 33, 34, something like that. I'm just guessing. You know, Orlando Brown is still in his 20s, so. That is something that he can use as leverage. And the fact, obviously, he's protecting the blind side of Patrick Mahomes. He had made another Pro Bowl. So, yeah, I understand it. Uh, I just hope it doesn't, for the Chiefs' perspective, you know, it doesn't totally just ruin the cap for him. I mean, I don't think it will, though, obviously, because you got rid of Tyreek Hill, which you shedded a lot of salary cap. You're depending on a lot of rookies, rookie contracts, things like that right now. You got guys like Juju on a one-year deal. McCall Hardman's last year of his rookie deal. So you got some things potentially opening up. And then with the cap going up even more with the new TV deals, you know, I, I do believe that they can make it manageable to where both parties are happy. And Patrick Mahomes even said, you know, they were hanging out recently, not nothing football related, just hanging out. And he seems pretty confident that they're going to get a deal done. So if Mahomes is saying that, you know, I kind of feel good about it. You know, one thing that really noteworthy, I guess, that stood out to me, and this was a little spicy. It was a little spicy when Orlando Brown came out and said, you know, they don't want to go into the season with a backup left tackle. 
that's not something you say. I mean, you say that to a girl that you know is going to hear that and feel that. Like, he put that out there saying, you know, he dug his feet in is what it felt like to me. And, and, and this is a guy that is trying to get paid, and he knows the history of it too with it, with his dad playing in the league. You don't want to go into the season with a backup left tackle. That that's a little spicy there. Yeah, that was that that that's, that yeah that that definitely was man. Um, but hey, I, I'm not mad at him because he has the leverage, like you mentioned, kind of alluded to, right? And you don't want to go into the season with a backup left tackle. You absolutely do not, a hundred percent. So he's not lying there. But yeah, him saying that definitely. Uh, <laughs> I wonder how the uh, Brett Veach felt when he heard that when he heard that quote there, like. Wow. Okay. Okay. So I see what type of time we're on right now. And, you know, with training camp coming up soon, my gut tells me a deal gets done before training camp. I really do. I think they get a deal done. I think both sides want it to happen. I think they're happy with his progression, especially considering, you know, he came from a very, very different type of scheme in Baltimore, which is a run heavy offense. And then now you have to come to the pass happy offense in Kansas City with obviously more pass protection. So, you know, I think he handled that transition very well. He started off very slow, but I feel like by the midway in the season, he really started to grasp it and really excel for the most part. So I think they'll get it done. I want them to get it done. I'm really high on him. I think he has room to grow. He's still young. So yeah, lock it in, man. One more thing I thought that was newsworthy, and I don't know if this happened between our last pod or the pod before, but him finally settling up with a with a representation, that was something that was kind of a hiccup in one of the initial stages of this uh, negotiation. Michael Portner, his first NFL client is Orlando Brown. Orlando Brown, excuse me, and uh, uh, that gets the ball rolling for KC. I think it's good news that he's in KC, still around the team. Uh, I saw a workout video or two, but I know the next time I go through my coast to coast negotiations, I'm gonna say, you know, you don't want to go into the season with a with a backup co-host, you know? Wow. You don't want to you don't want to go into like training camp with a with a back, with a backup. Wow, this is nasty behavior by you. You know, this is crazy. I hope everybody listening here is really digesting what Aaron's been doing to me. This is like bullying. You know, this is a form of cyberbullying. So, you know, make sure you guys don't follow Aaron's lead. He's setting a very bad example for the Kansas City community. But, you know, as your unofficial mayor, I have you guys handled. The official Kansas City page tweeted me today. So uh, uh, there's nothing nobody else can tell me that I'm not the mayor of Kansas City. I really hope that whoever intern or whatever, you know, 18-year-old that's logged into that account for, for this month of summer work knows that they just boosted your ego through the moon. I mean, you already Neil Armstrong, but uh, hey, we got to stop encouraging this guy, man. I know when you saw that, you just rolled your eyes. Oh, <laughs> you know, honestly, it hurt because you're never in Kansas City. You're in Kansas <laughs> City for like a week. I've been in Kansas City nonstop past two years, sweating, working, at Kansas City page won't even won't even acknowledge the kid. And here you are. Because they know at the end of the day, man, you're just a kid from Georgia. <laughs> 28 to 3, man. You know what? We were having a good pod until we got here. And I have not forgotten about your little bet either, 
Remember, we're, we're putting it on wax. I'm still getting it together. You have to string together three consecutive picks in a row correctly. And I think what I'm going to do is allow the fans to pick. We're not going to go, you know, week one, two, three. You know, it'll be like a week seven, you know, like a week 12 and a week 15 game. Kind of scatter them across. And you got to get them right. That, that, that's the bet, the house bet. Okay, so when we do this, is it just the Chiefs winning or them covering the spread? No, this is money line. This is straight win. Straight okay. win. Oh, okay, okay. And cool. it doesn't even have to be Chiefs winning, sir. It, it, it just needs to be the, the correct prediction. Okay, okay. Got you, got you, got you. Okay, yeah. We're good, man. Good week. What you got planned in L.A.? I saw you in Mad out. That look, that, you know, look at you. The Father's Day. How was the Father's Day? Oh, yeah, it was good, man. You know, um, my second Father's Day. My son's two years old. Um, he's a handful, I'll tell you that. But, uh, no, nah, it was great, though, man. Spent time with the family out here, man. We went out to the beach, actually, too. So that was a good vibe, man. So, yeah. He's a, he's a kid from L.A., so he don't know about Kansas City, you know, unfortunately. It was cool to see him. He takes after his father, I'm guessing. <laughs> it, it, was cool. uh, it was cool to see him, but he got like a little feature on the last episode. We're gonna, we're gonna, we got to get him on the mic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, quick, uh, before we go, though, just, you know, we never talk about this, but, you know, we can kind of do it now because it just ended. What's your final reaction to the Warriors winning the championship? Yeah, man. And, and I think let's tie this back into the Chiefs a little bit. I mean that's a that's a dynasty, right? They, there is no, there is no question about it. If there was before, put it away now. Four titles in eight years, and then you don't you don't even count the seventy three win, three to one year in that four titles in eight years. I mean, it's crazy what they've done with that core. It's crazy what that core has done for the game of basketball in general. Um, I wish coming to games were a little bit closer because the finals. Really, I mean, I can't even think of one. <laughs> I can't even really think of one game. That, the Steph game was a like game four. That was fun to watch, but it's cool yeah. to see, man. Dy- Dynasty indeed. Shout out to Rock Chalk Andrew Wiggins. That's the only reason he brought this up was to was to bring KU into it somehow. That's the only reason I mean, he brought this. Up. Well, first of all, we're on the Chiefs podcast, so I'm sure there's a lot of KU fans listening right now. So it's only right that we shout out the second best player on the Warriors right now, which is Andrew Wiggins. Rock Chalk. This is the funniest thing about KU fans. Y'all literally just won a national title and still take victory laps each and every chance you can. Like, we get it. Y'all have been to <laughs> the peach baskets, the wave, the weed, whatever. We get it. <laughs> Hey, man, just be grateful, man, that you were able to cover a national champion this year. You should really take honor in that. Like You were one of the faces that was covering the Jayhawks this year. I don't know why you're so upset. I can't wait until, you know, the University of Missouri Tigers take me to the promised land, baby. Oh, man, I guess that's never going to happen. <laughs> Maybe if they make another March Madness video game or something. <laughs> I got some words for you off this podcast. <laughs> hey, hey thank, thank you guys for tuning in, man. I think we're going to close it on that note. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. We'll see y'all in two weeks.
Support for this episode has come from eBay. You know real when you feel it. And with eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you don't have to wonder. You know that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo will be checked by experts and verified authentic. Maybe it's a designer handbag, sneakers that pop, jewelry that shines as bright as you do. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.